Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, here we are on uh, End Times Friday, middle of June. Good morning. Uh, June. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Um, we have lots and lots to catch up on and uh, process as we, uh, we're going to begin a discussion probably the next uh, several times about the mark of the beast. Uh, try to define again what is exactly the beast, what's the mark, what's the difference between the beast and the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what is going to be the issue with, with taking the mark of the beast, uh, which is everybody hears about it and has assumptions about it. Right. Um, but it's going to be really important to understand it uh, and for us to get prepared prepared for it. Um, but there's uh, there's just a lot, of, lot going on. One of the things, and we talked last time, if you remember, uh, we kind of had another discussion of the churches. Uh, yeah, we sure did. Of uh, you know what God is asking us to be part of, uh, get ready for, and where we fall short uh, because we're not uh, living the way that He intended to live. Which is, if you look at it in a really simple way, um, first of all, He invites us to, as an individual believer uh, person, to to mm-hmm. uh, accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. We then are transferred. Uh, into eternal life. Mm-hmm. Uh, eternal life actually begins at that at that point. Um, and you know, and, and we got to again. A lot of people uh, look at eternal life as later. <laughs> right. Uh, right. It's no. It starts now, um, and we enter into this uh, life that includes the eternal part of it and means it's forever. By the way, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we can't even fathom that. To be thinking how long that is, how long that right. is, because we we always think in timelines, mm-hmm. um, and part of forever changes the the aspect of it because in a sense time stops, um, mm. and because of time stopping, like for example, this is this is again real simple stuff. Um, we measure our time by days, right? And, and days are measured by sun and evening, sun and 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 not and dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what do you do at dark? You go to sleep. Um, and then you wake up and you start the next time, the next day. Well, uh, in eternity, <laughs> we don't go to sleep. Um, so you don't, you don't measure anymore. You're not going to measure anymore the day and night because there isn't It's any. so hard to get our head around, yeah. right? Because we are a society that is ruled by time and clocks. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's it's going to be an amazing you know time, but we enter into this life while we're here on earth, uh, into the eternal uh, beautiful life of God, and so He says then, now as a believer, uh, you have Christ within you, you have the Holy Spirit placed within you, uh, secured. Uh, now He invites us 
with the time that we're in, because we do measure uh, by day by day, and he said, give us this day our daily mm-hmm. bread, uh, to uh, are you willing to either default back to selfishness and you exit out of that relationship, or mm-hmm. you, you surrender uh, your will to the king and live in his kingdom, and you're walking, what's called walking in the spirit. Uh, right. Then the spirit is now leading and we're following in our soul, by the way, which is the essence of us, essence of our, of our will, our emotion, our intellect. It's surrendered to the life of the spirit. And it's us walking there, but it's being led by, directed by uh, uh, God and his spirit. And we're following his will. Uh, so he says, uh, uh, I want you personally. That's a choice you have to make. And, and it can only be made personally, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting um, that a group can't make it for you. Um, right. And, and you could even be in a group that some are and some aren't um, because it's an individual choice. But mm-hmm. he says, now my preference, when this is what, what gets around to the church, is uh, he says, my way is for you to gather mm-hmm. together with fellow believers and all of you walk together in the spirit and assist each other in discerning God's will, uh, having the joy of fellowship, having the mm-hmm. power of uh, multiplication, having the power of uh, being able to fulfill certain things uh, like um, have a ministry to, uh, uh, let's say, divorcees. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, gather together and you and your group uh, to, because you have a heart for this, you know, go minister to that, you know. And so the church was actually supposed to be, and it, and it was particularly in America for uh, almost two centuries, is we were the social fabric of, this, of, the, of the nation. Mm-hmm. So that they started hospitals, they started schools, they took care of the poor. Um, we were the ones, because of the heart that we had in the life of God, were assigned by God as a group to mm-hmm. serve the local community uh, and provide the social needs of that community because that's that's the heart of God. Uh, and so uh, the church is intended uh, to be together, uh, but all in uh, participating uh, by walking in the spirit together uh, and experiencing that. Well, it got it got kind of transferred into organizations. Uh, right. So now when well, I say and into government into, as well. into government and well, mm-hmm. in terms of when we say, you know, what church do you go to? Oh, the well, church. I was going to say some of those church responsibilities and, and that God assigned us yeah. to, <laughs> yeah. we, we actually precluded and gave the government yeah. the role that we were intended to take. Yeah, yeah we probably. that's another story. We, prob- <laughs> we probably should have a whole session on, on that. Um, of, uh, we've abdicated really our, our yes. role. Um, and exactly. then the focus, the focus has been just uh, growth and, and, and numbers and, and building stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's uh, and so what church you belong to, I belong to that organization, that, that structure, uh, but the church is intended to be a body right. of people, um, and particularly even in a larger body, uh, we're always called to get together in smaller groups mm-hmm. for the purpose of just walking in what I call doing life together. Um, that I'm going to help you discern God's will. You're going to help me. We are going to participate in a variety of things. And the small groups, by the way, can take many, many forms. So it can be geographic. It could be uh, by age. Could be by uh, you know married, not married. 
uh, could be by interest. Uh, is that right. uh, when I when I led churches, um, one of the things actually I required. We had worship teams. We had ministry teams. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them had to be in a small group of that team. So mm. the worship team became a small group, and now be yeah, you're going to worship. Yeah, you're going to practice. But by the way, do life together. Yes, um, yes, that's and as, beautiful. As you're doing life together, your ability to express that mm-hmm. in worship or express that um, in the ministry uh, groups. Uh, even uh, uh, Sunday school or children's ministries, um, they they were always required before you even get to the stuff. Right. It, just spend time together and be in the Word together, grow together, abide together, and do life together. And out of that enthusiasm mm-hmm. for life, the life of God, you'll be able to give it away. You know, um, and, it, and it was really remarkable. So that, so that was the intention. Well, uh, as we get to Revelation, uh, God says. Um, I have this against you because these are these are bodies mm-hmm. in various cities, and they represent uh, you know the universe because there's seven of them. So there's kind of represents the perfect number. You're somewhere in there. He says, as a body, there's certain things that you're doing a, a well, but you you are things that you aren't operating the way I intended. Right. Um, and I'm and ta- it's really it's a matter of drift. They it's drifted. drifted. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mission drift, uh, belief drift, uh, etc. Um, and he says, I'd li- I'm calling you back mm-hmm. to come back to the beauty of just the simplicity of, by the way, are you, as a member of that church body, are right. you walking in the Spirit? Encourage others around you to walk in the Spirit and get back to the joy of the abundant life, the super abundant life, the covenant, which right. is, you know, we've, we're, we're, we're going through right now in this uh, series um, when we're not doing end times is... Uh, to live out the covenant, and I want to do that individually, and I want to do that that corporately. And by the way, you need each other. So, um, mm-hmm. as we now are are looking at um, potentially end times, or certainly things coming, Jesus starts his conversation in Matthew. Uh, they say, "What what should what's going to happen mm-hmm. when this all comes together?" Uh, when and they are, and they're referring to when you return, right? Uh, and Jesus says. The first thing he says is, be careful that nobody deceives you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says that uh, as a universal statement, he's not even talking about just in the church. We'll, we'll, he's, we'll get to that later, but he says uh, it's going to be a high level of deception. And you got to be careful you know, not to deceive. So um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to highlight a few things today uh, that are, are on the table that are deceiving. Uh, one, one is um, we know that this this whole movement of gender um, mm. is moving toward a gigantic deception, right? Which is it's okay um, mm-hmm. not to be just defined as, as a as a man and a woman. Um, and there's things that are happening that you'd be you'd be shocked about. And there's uh, there's a uh, a, a lady, a Christian lady who was sharing, uh, and she says she's from Indiana. And um, uh, in her high school, she was she was a high school student in her high school that she she had moved from Indiana. Uh, there was a uh, recent. This is recent. Uh, there was a, a girl who <laughs> identified as a cat. 
Um, interesting. Interesting okay. as a cat. And the parents forced the school. You're not, you're not going to believe this, Kathy. Forced the school <laughs> to put a litter box in the women's bathroom. Because she's wow. a cat and she goes in a litter box. She doesn't go to the bathroom. She goes in. She's a cat and goes in a litter box. And they did it. The school did it. Uh, okay. Wow. Well, I guess we will. And they have a litter box. Uh, another example is a, a kid, high school. This high school kid, again, was identified as a dog. And so um, he walked around uh, with a leash and a chain. And his friend had to lead him around because he's the dog responsible to this this kid and he spent his all even going to classes with a with a collar and chain because he's a dog wow. um, okay so look how deceptive that is well what's happening now um, uh, and uh, this just happened with um, it happened with um, Pizza Hut Walt Disney mm-hmm. uh, they are now having uh, transgender books for, for kindergartners and first graders and requiring people to have that in their in their curriculum or in their camps and variety of things. So kids are being exposed to, and I, and I saw, I happened to see a picture of, of, a, of a, this is a kindergarten class, but there's a picture of a, a girl and in front of her um, is a, a picture of a transgender person, adult, and the mm-hmm. sign that he's portraying is, I'm not a girl. Do not say you're a girl. Mm. Um, well, remember, remember at age four, five, six, seven, eight is when uh, every child's sexual identity is being formed up. Right. They're just forming it, and they don't even know. I mean, it's just, um, I thought, you, you kind of look, and I thought, I'm either a male or a female. And so deception, and so what the deception is, is that it's a promotion uh, of uh, and really brainwashing, what I call brainwashing. Mm-hmm. into that younger age. And the parents, the deception is parents have accepted it. Right. As it's okay. Yeah, let them choose what they well, want. Well, there's a deception there, too, that, uh, yes, there's that deception, but there is also this deception that it's loving, that, that that's actually loving and accepting. And, and as I hear these stories, my heart breaks because those individuals are – are hurting, lost, confused. They don't know their identity in Christ and and are navigating an already difficult world with that much more of a burden on them. And it just it's heartbreaking to me yep. that we that we deceptively call that love rather than helping to firm them up in their ident- identity and who they're made to be. And I, it just breaks my heart, yep. honestly. It breaks yep. my heart as I listen to it. It's yep. You know, policies aside, it just breaks my heart. <laughs> yeah, it, it just you know, just sad for those kids. And uh, uh, and then as um, um, I've been talking a little bit about, and this this happened to me about oh, probably six weeks ago or so. But I got exposed to, uh, you know, I'm pretty familiar with, um, you know, what's called the Council for Foreign Relations. Their their goal mm-hmm. is one world government. Right. Uh, the Rothschilds, who owns all the central banks, one world government. Soros. Bill Gates, uh, all of these uh, entities are been pro and promote lo- openly mm-hmm. uh, on their. Uh, you can go to their websites. You can you can listen to articles. Is they believe and they're saying that one world government is the solution to yeah, the, the world, world problem. Yeah, that's World Economic Forum also. Yeah. Well, well, that's yeah. the one that I got exposed to. I knew about it, but all of a sudden, God said we pay attention to it. 
Yeah. Um, that the World Economic Forum. I was alerted to that one too. <laughs> is actually stepping into a now a major leadership role mm-hmm. of promoting one world government, and that's their goal: is is one world mm-hmm. government. So, um, the, the deception uh, is I've looked into this uh, and um, uh, read some information, and this is I just want to read some of their goals mm-hmm. as they get ready for the one one world government. Uh, one. Uh, break and demolish small business operations. Uh, create mm. mask mandates to control the population. Lock down businesses and schools. Uh, defund the police and, and promote violence and lawlessness. Uh, control education and particularly infiltrate with sexual identity. Wow. Um, open borders. Now, is this coming off of their website? This is, is, this this is coming, this off is coming of- after people have gathered things that they've spoken. Uh, okay. That they've been in various places, they they speak this out. Okay. Uh, open borders to reshape the voting preferences. Uh, create dependence on government. Um, uh, shut down your bank account if you got out of line. By the way, Canada did that. Mm. Um, if you don't conform, they shut your bank bank account down. Um, ga- uh, increase gas prices uh, to uh, impact the economy and force people to change. Uh, uh, stimulate inflation to make people more dependent on government, uh, create sexual confusion and attack human identity, um, embrace Marxist ideology, promote abortion, uh, promote abortion uh, mm-hmm. even to the end of the woman's term, which by the way, Colorado has. You can even now birth a baby and, and, and kill it and it's, and it's a legitimate In abortion. Colorado. In wow. Colorado. Uh, create a globalist initiative uh, to stimulate people's thinking about, about the global uh, life. So. And this is all out of the World Economic Forum. And then uh, this, and this just happened, oh, probably uh, a month ago. But um, they were invited to a uh, cryptocurrency conference. Mm-hmm. And their number two guy came and he spoke and he made an announcement. He says, we have developed and are close to having a central bank cryptocurrency that's going to operate worldwide. Um, mm. And he just made that announcement. Now, it wasn't picked up by the press, but right. but he actually made that announcement and said, hey, we're working on that. So the impact of all this is that um, there, there's two things that, again, you just kind of look at and, and say. One is, and this is what we keep talking about, is we know something absolutely that the tribulation that kicks off the seven-year period that then Christ returns uh, is one world government. Right. That's very clear in Scripture. It's one world government, one currency, um, one system, and everybody. So we know these things are tied together. Everybody yeah. surrenders their uh, sovereignty to this, and again, by definition, uh, why would you do that? Well, we just saw why. why. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, in, when COVID hit, why in one month? Did, right. the, did the entire world shut down and wear a mask and do social distancing? That was crazy, right? Okay, yeah. now, now, but think about why. Why Why did they do that? Just what was the motive to do that? Um, protection, yeah. the self-protection of health and you know, health and safety have become yeah. idols. So it was, it was out of crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, crisis creates uh, complication and fear. Mm-hmm. And out of that fear, I need a resolution. So in order to not you know, be impacted uh, by the 
what they call the crisis of the of the disease, uh, wear masks, socially distance, and shut down. Mm-hmm. And by the way, though, yeah, <laughs> interesting enough, the entire world did it. Right. Uh, and it did it in a month. It was in lightning speed. And they found out, hey, look at that. It worked. Uh, well, mm-hmm. when the economic thing comes, uh, it's going to be in the same uh, process. And in other words, a collapse economically has to happen. And out of that fear, mm-hmm. because of the consequence of it, when they come along and say there's now an opportunity to let us resolve this for you and we're going to uh, alter everything, and you give up your sovereignty and join the, you know, um, I don't know if you ever watched Star Trek. It's called the Federation. I uh, did yeah, years ago. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the world, the United States or the Earth mm-hmm. became the the basis of the Fed. And no, you didn't have states and countries. It was the right. Fed- Federation, and that's what's going to happen um, out of out of fear. So that um, we know that that's happening. That's going to happen for sure. And on the other side of it is because now we see that there's actual organizations, there's actual people moving purposely mm-hmm. to that. And it's actually now public information. It's not even right. hid, It's not even hidden. It's I'm moving to that. And part of the deception, you know, you talked about um, uh, in the transgender that there's a deception of isn't that a loving thing to do? Mm-hmm. Well, if you do, uh, I think there's been studies out recently amongst uh what they call the millennials. Um, what do you think about globalization? Mm-hmm. Uh, a vast majority of them think it's a it's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. It would be better to do that than it is the way we're operating now. Um, and so globalization is going to be is a, is a process in 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 play of deception. So the only the only two things that we look at is that now that we see it. Mm-hmm. Here's the question, uh, and I don't have an answer yet. Uh, one, um, we see what's going to happen. I do see that there is going to be economic chaos right. coming. Absolute's going to happen, um, and it's on its way, uh, which, by the way, everybody needs to consider. <laughs> and, right. And uh, let God show you the, the truth about that. But And here's my question. Is this next round... Of things that they're going to do, which I believe, you know, inflation and gas prices and fuel and shortages and uh, the way that the you know the housing bubble is going to burst, um, mm-hmm. is this going to be a test similar to what I believe COVID was a test to see how, right. how it react? Are they going to do another test to see how the world reacts to that and then decide when, or are they or actually does are, this usher it are in. they really moving it in? And so here here's mm-hmm. the implication of all this. Uh, Jesus said, you, you don't know, he didn't even know the time right. uh, in our timeline that, that is going to happen. So we can't predict it per se uh, or absolute. We can just say, well, watch for these signs um, and then uh, consider that um, these uh, events either are, it's a prelude to it, and we are going to experience the uh, what I call dislocation and uh, the difference of what we've been used to to mm-hmm. a new way. Like like uh, think about and I, I was just pondering this the other day about COVID. Is you know and I'm looking <laughs> looking around uh, and seeing people wearing masks. Still, by the way, so people wear masks. Right. 
it's really really interesting because they, they just yeah we see that a little bit around here too but uh, not a lot, in but Colorado a we see quite a bit because they they're still fearful uh, mm-hmm. uh, that well it's better to be safe than it is so but I I, uh, I thought about this uh, you know as I um, you know just looking at you know uh, in 2020 or 2019 um, at the end of the year, actually, we were in a pretty strong economic condition. Uh, there was kind of an enthusiasm uh, mm-hmm. for certain things, and inflation was nothing, and interest rates were nothing, and fuel prices were low, and uh, economically, everybody was excited. Um, and then COVID hit. Right. Um, and I thought about how amazing that something that literally, in our lifetime, actually in the history of the world, has there ever been an event like that that forced everybody into a place that was completely foreign, dislocated, mm-hmm. so that you know you couldn't go to a restaurant, you had to wear a mask, you had to socially distance, you weren't you weren't even right. supposed to. Isolation was the norm. Is- isolation. You weren't even supposed to gather with your family mm-hmm. uh, because of the of the of the fear of it. And, and I thought, how interesting is it that we would have never ever, ever, ever thought anything like that, ever. Mm-hmm. But we experienced it uh, right. for the first time. And, we, and we're in this, in this generation that's experienced it. So as we get into this next um, phase uh, of things that are going to happen, I believe we're going to experience things that we've never experienced before. Right. Um, and they'll be new and unique. Um, uh, what what I uh, really work hard to is be careful not to assume things like well of mm-hmm. course then that means the end is you know a year away or two years away and, right and like you know the Lord keeps saying uh, Rich um, uh, I haven't told you that so you, right you, you can't you can't uh, accept that just, just keep asking just walking with just me watch step by step. and ask yeah. and look but he said things are going to change. Right, um, and you need you need that. We go back to the discussion of the body and the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to need each other mm-hmm. to. And he said that the biggest thing is you're going to do for each other is, uh, and, and this is in Jesus uh, said this in Matthew uh, 24, uh, one through 14. He starts out with this very significant statement: "Be careful mm-hmm. that nobody deceives you." He said, when you, when you start seeing that happen, when you see deception and lawlessness happen, it's the beginning of the, of the end. And again, right. his timeline might be, How well, this, long that this, is, this, maybe knows, it's 50 years, it's 100 years, you know, we don't right. know, but it's, it's, things are happening and we can see more today right. than we've ever seen before. And you can believe that with deception is going to come dislocation. Mm-hmm. And we need the body to, first of all, make sure that, hey, together um, we stay true to the Word of God and don't let right. deception, don't let right. the human uh, reasoning change what's true about what he says. Because mm-hmm. remember, the opposite of deception is truth. Uh, so for you and I, we got to stay, stay strong on the truth. We are going to keep speaking on this broadcast we are going to keep speaking truth, 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 truth mm-hmm. all around the word, including, uh, you know, this is what it says. Uh, it doesn't say that it's going to happen tomorrow, so we can't speak right. that. We're just going to keep speaking the truth, but we're also going to challenge deception. 
right. uh, that be careful here that you don't fall into, uh, isn't that a good idea? when it's really deception. And I know you had, you had a thought or a comment you were gonna make. Yeah, so actually this brings up one question for me and one observation um, that, and I don't know if we'll get into both of these, but the observation is, I think it's interesting as you're talking about, you know, COVID being the the crisis that, that brought this particular turn that certainly laid the, the groundwork for all of this. And the ultimate one will be an economic one. And I just think it's interesting as you look at the number of times that the Bible talks about money. Yeah. <laughs> and and the way that it wars, you know, it, in our allegiance to God, you know, that that is probably the one of the biggest contenders or things that will challenge our allegiance to God is, is money. And so the very fact that that is going to be the tipping point is going to be an economic thing. I find fascinating, and I also hear a, um, a bit of an alert in that, that we need to do, all of us probably need to do some hard work when it comes to money, and just make sure that we are allowing God to define for us how he wants to provide, what he is doing with resources, and where our, our true security rests. Because the biggest deception, or place for deception, I think, in this particular thing as we see crisis come about and even as we see food shortages and all of these things um is going to be money i think yeah i think i think there's it's at the that's going to be a pivot point for people so i think we need to pay attention to that yeah absolutely and just the fact that the word addresses it and then my question which by, which by the way is uh, that'll become kind of the key discussion as we which we, <laughs> we we're not going to have time to get into it even today right. but but when we get into the mark of the beast right exactly it's really about the economic piece of it and so that's right. going to that's going to be a big piece of that and so there's but there's heart work for all of us to yeah. do in that and yeah. so i think that is worthy of paying attention and asking god is there something in my heart that you need to reset so that i am not deceived in this when it comes to the economics of it right that's right so i think there's that's a call um, and then the second thing is as you see all of this unfolding um just a question that i think naturally comes up to most christians is okay we see this unfolding we see the one world government coming we see this you know you can watch the pieces moving what do we do anything to fight that or do we simply walk in you know what what is our responsibility in in this in this place now yeah um, what do you do and, with that so, yeah and i don't know if you can answer that now because we're coming to the end of this session but i think that's a question that naturally comes up is we're seeing this happen what is now our responsibility with this right um that's a great question and uh and let's go ahead and pick this up pick that let's start with our next session with that very question of okay this is this is in play uh things are going to change and we're seeing the degradation there's no question about that. The Absolutely. degradation of the economy. We're seeing the degradation of culture. Right. Uh, of just, you know, again. And by the know. way, we're even seeing, you know, we're watching all of that happening at the same time that all of the um, natural disasters are going on. Yeah. And so we can't say this is just the governments and and people making this occur. There are there are, uh, There's lots playing in and overlapping right now that right. is And it's interesting. This. Uh, which I'm going to answer the question when we get there next time. But here, here's the, the preview. Um, in a sense, it's not a special thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, this is an age-old question, regardless of uh, whether we we're considering, oh, man, we see all this stuff, we see where it could go. Um, we live in a world 
Mm-hmm. And we live under governments, and we live under societies, and we live under uh, uh, e- what they call epochs or eras of mm-hmm. time. And uh, who's in control, and what happens, and how does it work? Uh, and the question is, well, how much should I try to change that culture? Right. Versus live with live within it, and um, it's not as simple, you know, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the question that we're going to, you're asking is really fundamental to my walk with God, regardless of when I'm living. Right. Um, and that and that's, that's what we'll good. get that's what we'll get to. So yeah, that's a, it's a really All important right. question. So uh, Father, we thank you for uh, this opportunity to share and just set the stage uh, for this great question. Uh, how do we respond to this? What do you want to speak to us about? How do we stay true? to stay uh, in your truth and not be deceived, which is gonna be so easy. And uh, Kathy and I are so committed to help people stay in the truth because that's where life is. And so we praise you Mm. and thank you in Christ's name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We look forward to seeing you again next time. Yep, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.